Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third to tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. It's equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend. The Hyundai Santa Fe features available all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, plus available dual wireless charging pads, ensuring that you can take on any adventure. It's ski season, and with the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe, I can easily load the car with all my gear plus my friends in the third row and make it right to the base of the slopes with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Finding the right cleat can be transformative. Believe me, I've worn plenty during my career. So getting the right balance is crucial. The cleat needs to feel good on your foot, but also feel good connecting with the ball. The New Balance Furon 7 Plus is built with both of those points in mind, offering overall comfort and precise striking in the game's fastest moments. Because, as I learned the hard way, because I didn't possess much of it, speed matters in soccer. That's why the Furon 7 Plus is built for accuracy and precision at rapid pace and is engineered specifically for use on firm ground. Why is this the ideal cleat, I hear you ask? Well, not to get too scientific, but the Furon 7 Plus offers a lightweight yet supportive hypo-knit with mesh lining upper construction and is paired with offset lacing for a truer strike of the ball, which is a long way of me saying that your game will immediately get better when these are on your feet. Learn more and purchase the Furon at NewBalance.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host Lisa Roman, NWSL analyst and broadcaster for CBS Sports. On today's episode, we have a special interview segment. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube to never miss out on our exclusive interviews or whenever we go live. Today, we welcome San Diego Way Forward 2022 NWSL Golden Boot winner, two-time World Cup champion with the United States Women's National Team, Alex Morgan, welcome back to the show, Alex. Hi, guys. Hyped to have you. We're always thrilled to, to chat with you on A3. And uh, whenever we get a chance to speak with, with players, it's always uh, cool to hear from them about what they've got in the works. And uh, you recently partnered with Michelob Ultra, and uh, we wanted to uh, hear from you all about this uh, new partnership. Yeah, I partnered actually with Ultra um, a couple of years ago. So this is my second Super Bowl commercial that I shot with them. and. It's all about golf. I know that we're probably here to talk some soccer, uh, but but this commercial was really fun to do. Um, and I actually have gone into golf myself a little bit, so uh, it was really fun to to get on the um, course and kind of show off my skills. Actually, I'm not that good, so. You know. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, it was a fun it was a fun Super Bowl commercial to to shoot. I want to ask you about that. I mean, a couple World Cups and Olympics, and and now you get to be kind of at a Super Bowl, right? Like, did you think this was going to happen for you? I know, same thing. Like playing in a Super Bowl in the commercial, like people <laughs> mostly watch for the commercials, right? Um, it was real. It was super cool. Uh, you know, I was there with Serena and Brian Cox, and here we are acting, and I'm totally outside my comfort zone. And Brian Cox did not break character once, and so I had to like reel it in and be like, okay, like 
bring in the best acting self I could possibly do without like laughing every scene, but, but it was really good fun. I love that. Uh, I think there's something like very, there's something like very uniquely American about like the whole Super Bowl experience. Whenever I'm talking to like my non-American friends are trying to explain like the Super Bowl, like the commercials are definitely a, a part of it. It's always like, yeah, it's like, sure, you could watch the football game, but would you like to watch like the halftime show concert and the commercials that always go along with it? Um, I love that you mentioned also the previous uh, segment uh, with the Michelob Ultra that you guys did that sort of featured like the bowling uh, element yeah. to it. And this one's mm -hmm. obviously golf. So like thinking of, of these two different commercials for you I, I love that there's a bit of that continuity going on with athletes who play different sports either heading hitting up the bowling alley or this uh this point doing a little bit of golf so for you if you had to like pick a theme on a social night out with teammates would you lean more towards planning the the bowling alley route or like a golf outing oh they're both like solid options right but I feel like um I feel like I would do some like golf, you know, like, like top golf or one of those where it's like fun, social, like have a beer, like go to the range. Um, that would probably be my best night with my teammates. Um, so, but I mean, bowling's like not a bad option. I feel like that's also a good option, but like golf is so in right now. I feel like mm -hmm. everyone's like, oh, I just picked it up in the last like year or two. And I totally jumped on that bandwagon as well. All right, well, fair. Well, maybe you'll get a chance to to get to get in a little top golf with some of your your teammates uh, with with preseason kind of in full swing right now. NWSL season is right around the corner. San Diego Wave FC. What's uh what's something that you are maybe uh, eager to work on with the team during preseason because the team went on quite the run last year in 2020. Yeah. Well, last year's preseason is going to be just so different from this year because last year it was obviously our first year. Um, it was a lot of like learning the way things went, um, getting to know Casey, um, and the organization, everyone kind of feeling each other out. Um, it was also like they were hiring, you know, just weeks before what coming into preseason. So this preseason now we're coming in with having like a good base of fitness and, um, like we had all of our, like off-season packets and everything and it was super well organized organized so coming in now it's like you don't you can bypass all of that like we've we already know exactly how Casey operates like we had a great season last year we have pretty much the same you know core players um adding a couple important pieces as well so I I think now just we're going to be able to accelerate a lot quicker and last year actually the challenge cup gave us like a good opportunity to kind of get our feet wet and just like get used to playing together and just typical expansion team um, growing pains. So now not really having a challenge cup, but having a full like six, seven week preseason is just going to be great for us. And especially with national team players and international players going for the FIFA window, um, it'll be good to like get back in with the team and have like a full month at least. You talked about the Challenge Cup. This year, it's very different in the NWSL. The Challenge Cup is a during the regular season type of tournament. Um, what are your thoughts on that? It's kind of like Champions League-esque almost instead of it being a, a preseason and now you have more time with your team just training. Yeah, I think I prefer a, a challenge. If, if we have to have a Challenge Cup, I would prefer it to be kind of in the middle of season because having a preseason tournament, you know, and putting kind of like 
the purse at the end for the winners. I don't know exactly if it was like 10,000 per player or what it was last year, but you know, it's a significant amount for players. And so obviously like players want to play, like they want to win. And for a preseason tournament, I feel like it's moving really fast to have these games week in a week out with all the travel. Um, so I feel like it was putting players in a position, um, where you're more, more vulnerable, vulnerable to injury. So I'm, I'm happy with the decision that they're moving it to mid season. Um, I know the schedule hasn't come out yet, which everyone's like wondering where the heck the schedule is. So am I, but, um, (laughs) I am really hopeful that, you know, in the summer, when the world cup is going on, there is somewhat of a break from regular season. And that's when challenge cup really takes over because for me personally, like I don't want to miss a lot of games with, um, San Diego. Um, I also don't think that fans should have to choose between watching an NBCL game and a world cup game. Um, and I think obviously like rosters are going to be depleted, uh, during the summer. And so I, yeah, I I don't know what's going to go on, but I really hope that that's the case. It is a big year for soccer. I mean, you just talked about it, the World Cup. It's happening this summer. And for the United States women's national team, the buildup and and the preparation has already begun. There was a January camp just a week or so ago, um, and the U.S. got two wins over New Zealand. Um, When you look at that camp and knowing that it's just seven months ahead of a World Cup season, how how well do you think the preparation is uh, knowing that really at this point, you only know three of your competitors in the group stage for the World Cup? Yeah, I think that those games against New Zealand were incredibly, incredibly important because our base camp is going to be in Auckland, New Zealand. We're playing our first three games there. We can't really look further past our first group stage games. So it was just a good opportunity for us to um, replicate like the flights that we might take from Auckland to Wellington back to Auckland, um, look at kind of the food situation, um, recovery methods. We kind of tried out crowd therapy, red light therapy, um, float therapy. I, I mean, we tried out a bunch of different things. So it was it was really cool to actually be there and be like, okay, this is what, where we're going to be in seven months. And it was kind of nice as well, not to be thrown into a ring of fire, like against France or something in a January camp, because we're all coming, you know, from off season, we have five days of preseason with our team before we play a 90 minute game. And, um, we all know how those games against France have gone in January of, um, a world cup year. So now we actually, you know, get to put two feet, you know, put one foot in front of the other before we're running. Um, and so now with she believes cup, it's going to be, um, great competition. And I think that players will be a little bit more prepared to play 90 minutes because it's, it's really a hard, ask for players to do that, especially coming back from like a six week off season. I love that. The team is definitely uh, in this full swing of, of full steam ahead in preparation for the World Cup. You mentioned She Believes Cup and the coaching staff has mentioned how they want to target as many opportunities in international windows for the team as possible. And a, a lot of that has been because of the discussions about, you know, building that cohesion is building, getting into the World Cup. So for you, this isn't necessarily your first go around, right, in terms of having to build up that momentum to a World Cup. So for you, with someone with your experience, um, what are sort of so, sort of some of your perspectives and insights of, of some of the more recent performances as the team continues to gel together as a veteran, maybe looking at some of those younger play, players who will keep coming into these games off in off the bench roles? Yeah, I, I just think like at this point, every single training, every single game is incredibly important. 
um, every day we have together um, is really important. I, I know that um, U.S. Soccer is looking at the amount of days that each um, every other federation are going to be together um, and looking at where we can maximize our time because a lot of the European teams um, will have a lot more time in June to be together because obviously the European schedule ends in May. So, um, so they'll have a lot more lead up time like together at once. So we're trying to maximize the time in January and she believes cup. Um, and then I think that it's also really important to just take care of your body and make sure you do the small things right starting now, because you can't just like turn it on come June or July, like you have to do the little things right. And that's kind of what we started off January camp with really Vlaco telling us is like, do every little thing right now, make it a habit now. So it's second nature by the time you get to June or July. With uh, your Super Bowl commercial that you have coming up, we have to ask you about the Super Bowl because at Attacking Third, we talk about games. We do picks. We give predictions. We are horribly wrong sometimes, and we're also really right sometimes. Now, Alex, I am a Philly girl through and through and through. Go Birds. But Philadelphia Eagles against the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Give us your pick. Give us your prediction. Who's taking it home? The Chiefs. Oh, my heart is broken. My heart is broken. Are you serious? I mean, I mean you know, you got to you got to root for the NWSL owner. So, I'm not going to root against that. So, I'm sorry Eagles, but the Chiefs are about to fly. All right, we'll it. talk. We'll talk after the Perfect. Super Bowl, Alex. We'll talk. I've- I think that's perfect rationale. I love that. I love that. It's not about mascots. It's not about jersey color. It's about who's investing. It's just about and- the Woso owner, you know? That's it's right. about who supports Woso. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thanks so much, Alex, for joining us. We appreciate the time. As always, thank you to everyone listening along to Attacking Third. Download, follow, listen to us anywhere you get your podcast. You can watch us too. Subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Attacking Third. For Sandra Herrera, Lisa Roman, and Alex Morgan, this was Attacking. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.